This episode is sponsored by Big Life Journal. Is it already time to start gift shopping for your kids? Head over to Big Life Journal for awesome gifts with a big purpose. Your kids and teens will love the growth mindset journals. These journals help develop resiliency, confidence, and high self-esteem. They are beautifully illustrated and packed with stories, quotes, and poems. With these journals, kids and teens learn they can achieve anything. And just recently, Big Life Journal released a new product, which could be a wonderful stocking stuffer. Our growth mindset conversation cards, the three C's, promote discussion about growth mindset, kindness, learning, gratitude, and much more. These cards are beautifully designed, and when assembled together, they create a gorgeous underwater scene. Head over to BigLifeJournal.com and you can use the 10% discount code HSSisters. Bulk order discounts are also available for homeschool co-ops and groups. Just go to BigLifeJournal.com slash pages slash four hyphen homeschool. Hi there and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hi, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm I'm good. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I know. It's Thanksgiving week. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving to our American followers. Um, we have... People, it's kind of fun. We have people who listen from all over the place. So not everyone is celebrating Thanksgiving, but for those in the U.S. But we're still, we're still grateful for everyone, regardless of where they are. Exactly. And we're grateful for everybody that's tuned in and listened, because this has just been really fun. It's <laughs> that been we so much this. fun. Yeah. Yeah. And we're really grateful. Like, we kind of started this podcast going, well, we'll just see how it goes, and We've connected with a lot of people and listeners, and so we're just grateful. <laughs> we're grateful oh, for so everybody grateful. who listens every week. Um, so we have an episode today that we wanted to reshare because it's the amazing Melissa Kamara Wilkins, and honestly, like I don't know if anybody can talk about simplifying and doing what matters better than Melissa. <laughs> I don't think so either. She is just like a breath of fresh air. You feel calm after listening to her. Yes, she is fantastic. If you don't follow her over on Instagram, she's at also Melissa. And she's been posting just really wonderful, like, things over there that make you not worry so much about, like, things that don't matter. And it's just really nice. She met Anne Lamont this week. She went to a book signing. Did you see that? I and she saw. forgot her book. Her book was her post was so great. I'm like, that's something I would do. I'd go be so excited to go see her that I'd forget my book on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once upon a time, she and I went to an event and Shauna Nequist was there. And I did the same thing. I forgot my book. Amazing. And I was completely beating myself up about it. And then I realized when Melissa did that, I'm like, you know, we're moms. We have a lot. We have a lot going on. We're doing the best we can. <laughs> There's a lot kicking around up there. Totally. <laughs> At any given hour. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So um, we wanted to reshare that episode. And then next week we're coming back with an episode that we are, we're honestly so excited about it that we couldn't even, we couldn't wait to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're already talking about it. It's our subscription box episode. We've, 
I think we've talked about this for a little while that we wanted to try to do it. And we thought Christmas was a great time to share it because um, subscription boxes make great Christmas gifts and they make great, like, it's like the gift that literally keeps on giving all year mm-hmm. long. And so that's great for like grandparents or people who are looking for something that um, kids can enjoy throughout the whole year. And I find they're especially helpful during the winter months where you're kind of cooped up and it's nice to be able to pull that box out and share an experience together. It's wonderful when your kids get mail and then they get all excited and it's something educational. (laughs) (laughs) Win-win. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter was talking about that, how, um, you know, she's so excited to get mail. And for the longest time, I would have to get boxes that we got delivered to our house. And I would have to, like, hide them. Because otherwise, we would have to do them right away, you know? Right. And, Everything else is forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, sometimes it's like, okay, I'm in the shower. We can't pull out all the stuff to do science experiments right the second. So just, you know. Um, so, yeah, I used to have to hide them. But now we started getting all these boxes so that we could use them with our kids and figure out all the details and who they're for and ages and like all that kind of good stuff. And my kids are like, we have to open these. So we're sharing them on Instagram. I had to put mine up high because I said, you can't tear into them yet. (laughs) One at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we're actually going to open them and like show photos and maybe some stories and things like that over at our Instagram account, which is at the homeschool sisters. So, um, this week leading up to that episode coming out, we're going to share a little snippet so you can head over there and see us playing with subscription boxes with our kids in action. And then we'll be back on December 4th with a brand new episode. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun. So we hope everybody enjoys hearing from Melissa. And have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your family, Kate. You too, Kara. Okay, and everybody have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you soon. We're thankful for you. We're very thankful. All right, bye. Bye. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you doing? How are you? Good. We have got a guest joining us today, and I'm so excited about it. You, I know, I know. Okay, sisters, so the holiday season is definitely here, and if you are at all like us, you're already feeling a bit behind. So Kate and I brainstormed, who always makes us feel better about simplifying? Who always helps us remember what's important and that we don't have to do it all? Our pal Melissa, of course. I love this from Melissa's site, melissacamarawilkins.com. For over 16 years, I've been practicing the spiritual discipline of helping people get what they need, a snack, a change of clothes, and or help to navigate an existential crisis. Okay, yes, most of those people are my kids. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa is a mom of six and a writer. She's written for Storyline, No Sidebar, Simple Homeschool, The Art of Simple, For Every Mom, Scary Mommy, and on and on. And she currently has a free mini course through her site called Find Yourself for Yourself. I met her once in person. It was it was so great, and um, I'm convinced that someday we're all going to be reading her amazing book, and I'm going to be just handing it out to everybody I meet saying, I sat next to her at a conference once. <laughs> <laughs> so we're thrilled to bring you, Melissa. Um, should we call her Kate? We should. Okay. Hi, Melissa. 
Hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for joining us. We have been wanting to talk to you pretty much since we started everything. And we knew exactly what we wanted to talk to you about, which was uh, you write all these beautiful posts about living a little more simply and finding like what matters to you and your family. So we're, we're just super excited to talk with you. Um, Thank you so, so much. I'm so excited to talk with you guys today. So um, starting out, can you just tell us a little bit about you and your family? Yes. Okay. So I'm Melissa. Um, I live in Southern California, San Diego area um, with my husband and our six kids. Um, Our oldest is 16, just turned 16. And our youngest is three. We've got, let's say, 16, 13, 10, 9, 6, and 3 right now. Um, And we've been homeschooling since always. Um, And we're very uh, relaxed, sort of interest-led, passion-led homeschoolers. What drew you to Simple Living? Or, like, how did you kind of um, discover this, like, path that you're on with your family? Because you have six kids, so... (laughs) I do. I kind of do. So that's kind of the answer, right? Like, (laughs) kind of necessary if we're going to get anything done. Like, everything has to be simple or nothing ever um, would happen other than the the urgent, like, okay, diaper change. Okay, lunch. We're good. Um, But, no, even before we had all of our kids, um, I think there's a point where I just realized there's always more to do than there is time to do it in. Um, And, like, time-saving hacks and organization is only going to get me so far, but if I just quit trying to do it all and quit having it all and trying to organize it all, like, there's just less, right, less to do and less to worry about, um, then we can kind of get to get to the more important stuff. Um, and, you know, I actually, I really think we were all, this is sometimes silly, I think we were all made to be ourselves, like, on purpose, right? We're each made to be who we are, so if we're all made to be different, like, why should we all be living the same and doing, like, all the things, like, that you should do this and should do this and should do this and should do this? Um, so for me, the simple living part is about really focusing on what is right for me, like, who I am and how I'm made and letting go of all that other stuff um, and just kind of narrowing in on what's right for me and for my family. And so then as we've grown as a family, then it makes, makes everything more possible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love that. And it reminds me so much of your ebook that you wrote, which is one of my very favorite ebooks that I've ever read. Um, do your thing. And I know it's not available right now, but you said maybe at some point down the line, it might, it might come available again. Right. So people can get it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. I think that one will. Yeah. Um, and that book is all about that. You don't have to do everybody else's thing. You know, yeah. those are other people's things and that's okay. And they can have their things mm-hmm. and they can love their things and they can be good at their things and they can Instagram their things, but <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to do all that, you know? And, yeah. and I just love it. The yeah, Instagram no. things can be stressful. Yeah. And that something I like about all of your posts is that after you read any of them, you just feel refreshed and there's this overriding message of you do you and, and you are enough and you know, you can just kind of drown out the rest of what you're seeing online and just pick what works for you. Oh, I'm so glad that's kind of the feeling. That's that's what I'm aiming for there. Yeah. Well, you're doing <laughs> it really, for sure. I, oh, um, thank you. Yeah. I, I really think that's, that's the thing is like, we just, we see all of everything everyone else is doing and we think that that all, we put it all together into one person in our head. Like, you know, 
they're doing the gardening and the house stuff and the decorating and the baking and the family and the, you know, and the traveling and they're doing all these things, but it's really, no one's actually doing all the things, you know, like everyone's doing their thing and we're putting it together in our head and we can't see like everything that goes into whatever they're doing. So I can just see me and I can be like, hey, there's me and all my like things that aren't quite working and the angsty feelings about it and the, you know, and the, the one thing I'm doing that's working for me, it's hard to focus on the one thing if I'm looking at everybody else's all the things yes. that they're doing better. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you scroll through Facebook and you see, like you said, somebody planted a beautiful garden, somebody else made a gorgeous handmade birthday cake, somebody else is quilting, somebody else is making homemade candles, and yeah, and those are all things that they're doing, and maybe at the same time, the person who's making the beautiful birthday cake has never grown a plant in their whole mm-hmm. life, and they're and they're fine with that. That's not their thing, yeah. you know, but um, we're living in, you know, such a, like, social media makes us compare, and... Yeah. It's hard. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure we used to probably go over to each other's houses, you know, a couple generations ago, and a, or a generation ago, and say, "Oh, this person, you know, her house always looks so decorated and nice," or you know, whatever. But now it's just constant. <laughs> yeah. Now we bring it into our own house, right? Like it's in right. your pocket. You can see everybody's everything. <laughs> yes. Right. right. Yes. Right well, on your so phone. one of the things that um, we just really wanted to talk with you about is that the holidays are pretty much upon us by the time this episode comes out. Um, Mm -hmm. And so kind of applying what you're talking about to the holidays and to the decorating and the cookie making and the, you know, handmade Mm -hmm. gifts and the beautifully wrapped things and everything. So um, I wanted to talk with you a little bit about holiday traditions and what that looks like in your family and ways that you've found to sort of simplify Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So the simplest way of simplifying traditions is just we don't we don't do them all anymore. Like um, it's kind of like that organizing versus decluttering with your house, right? Like you can organize all the stuff, or you can kind of cut back and only have the most important stuff to you. I think it's the same with traditions. You know, I know in our family, like I grew up with a bunch of stuff, and these are our traditions that I grew up with, and then my husband grew up with other traditions. We bring that together, and we both have ideas about, like, well, we should do this, and then we should do this, and then as we grow and change, we find new things that are meaningful to us that we want to bring in, or, like, something will really resonate with one of our kids, and we'll want to do that, and, like, it just does not take very long before that is crazy town, right? So I think um, really being intentional about asking, okay, we've always done this, but are we, is it still bringing us joy? Like, is it still meaningful for us? Um, Because you don't actually have to keep doing everything just because you've done it, right? It's totally okay to just let let go of some of that stuff. and I try really hard to give myself permission to experiment and to remember that like this is just one year and it's not going to like ruin anybody's childhood if we don't do the, you know, if we don't set up the glass nativity this year, we're all gonna be okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like we can we can let go of something and just see how that feels. Um, and you can kind of, you know, you can always change your mind too. Like if you try skipping something and you decide, no, I really do want to bring that back in, just bring it back in. You're cool. Like that, that's okay. Yeah. Um, that you can, you can kind of like, I don't know, change things up as you're going. Um, I, I really related to one of your posts on that and I'm blanking on the title right now because I'm bad with titles, but where you were talking about how you had just moved and you were unpacking and it was the holidays yes. Yes, um, yes. and how you asked, I believe you asked your children what 
was meaningful <laughs> to them about past holidays. We did our kitchen over a couple of years ago and it was, it ended, it wasn't supposed to happen during Christmas, but because of snow and whatnot, it ended up being right during Christmas. And that's my kid's favorite holiday. We painted on the cabinets <laughs> that we were going to get rid of. Like I was trying to be festive and we, nothing was anywhere. We couldn't decorate. So I just let them draw on the cabinets and they keep saying that was the best one ever. And I was feeling so <laughs> frazzled. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, you know, what's, what's magical doesn't have to be the, you know, the advent, calendar or whatever yeah. it is that you yeah, think it doesn't have to be perfect to be magical especially to our kids I think yeah and sometimes what we think is the biggest deal to them it actually isn't you know um and so we could be putting all this pressure on ourselves that we have to do this thing that's such a big deal and they're kind of like eh, that's all right you know it's not <laughs> it's not something that you know and I, I really I loved what you said about um you know that you can just take a year off from something and see or see if it's still a fit and then you can always add it back in because I have a friend that says that um I'm trying oh what is it traditions are no obligations are traditions that aren't fun anymore (laughs) (laughs) I love that and (laughs) you know I mean so you take a tradition that like you've always loved in your family and then it starts getting to this thing where you're like oh I gotta pull (laughs) out the fancy nativity and uh, it's just gonna Mm -hmm. be and um you know it takes so long to set up and it's like this and you know maybe that's not maybe that's like a big giant flashing sign for your family that well, this isn't something that we're going to do anymore. We need to change it or adapt it or focus on something else this year. So we talk with our kids too about it, kind of like a budget. Like there's always more stuff in the world than any one person could buy. Right. Yeah. And it's the same with traditions. Like there's always more than anybody could ever do. So you have to pick like with what you've got, right. With the parameters, the time and energy and space you have, what are you actually going to do with that? Um, And then it's kind of a life skill, you know, like it's true about your traditions, but it's true about your, you know, your budget, it's true about your time, it's true about which activities you enroll in, like just throughout life that you always are having to to decide. And if you're realistic about what your parameters are and what you want it to be like and feel like, um, then you make better choices about what's going to go in that time. Yeah, definitely. I love that, thinking of it as a life skill. I mean, yeah, it's passing on a life skill to our kids and it's helping them from, you know, the overwhelm that we might have felt before we got to a point of <laughs> learning to let things go a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, so how, what does homeschooling look like in your family during the holidays? Ooh, good question. Okay. So in December, um, especially, so I try to hold really loosely to routines in December. Um, even, you know, we're pretty relaxed anyway, but we do have a, a daily routine in like what we, what we do. Um, but in the holidays, I try to, to be really, loose with that um, to make room for the other stuff that they want to do because they do have other stuff. The kids like to make each other gifts and they love to bake and like they have their own projects they want to do. Um, the other thing is we really love to restart everything, like to rethink and kind of relaunch in January. It's just a really natural time for wanting to do that anyway. And so I find that having that cushion of time in December of being away from our routine actually is really helpful for perspective to kind of go, okay, now that I've stepped out of the daily um, a little bit more, like what really is a good fit and isn't a good fit for us. Um, so I think it's really helpful actually to do that, even apart from the the fact of it being the holidays. I just like that little window anyway. Um, so we do hold really loosely to it. There's nothing that I'm like, we must get through this today. It's just it's <laughs> whatever happens, happens. That's cool. Um, 
as like as curating. So we curate our lives. So we choose what's going to stay. We get rid of everything else, and then we figure out how we're going to arrange all that so that we can be present and savor what we're doing um, in that time. So we do a lot of like removing anything that's not holiday from our December. Um, for example, so as we're recording this, it's it's November, and we've just done this. We every year take back all the library books right around Thanksgiving time. I'm um, doing that today. Yeah, <laughs> so and like smart. our library yeah. has no has no limit. We can have as many books out as we want, and we can keep them out for up to a year. Um, wow, and so I, I know, right? Uh, it's an awesome, awesome thing. Except then, all of us, like every single one of us, has a stack of books by our bed that's like. Oh, you know, to be read, I'll get to that. And we don't get through them that quickly and they can kind of like pile up. And so um, right around Thanksgiving time, I just say everything has to go back. Um, and if you miss it, you can request it again, right? Like, you can always get that book back. Um, but for now, like all the library books go out um, and um, we do the same thing, like kind of do a decluttering after Thanksgiving, getting rid of everything extra, everything that's not fitting, the kids' closets and just all the stuff so that as holiday stuff is coming in, it's not trying to be on top of other stuff that isn't working for us. Um, so all that cutting back stuff, we put away um, toys that are like always underfoot. I just did this this week too. So it threw in like, um, <laughs> like, you know, little tiny blocks or things that are just kind of always repeatedly I'm finding them out like a few times a week we get to the end of the day and I'm like oh my gosh this is all over the floor again so yes. that stuff I just kind of put up for um for December so it's out of reach and then if somebody asks for it we can get it out but a lot of times they just don't because it's out of sight out of mind um and we aren't having to do like we're doing our you know holiday craft stuff and we also have to clean up all the bazillion Legos at the end of the day like right. one or the yeah. other is enough for me Oh, um, perfect. Yeah, you have a great post about being a homeschool curator at Simple Homeschool, and we'll, we'll link to it. And it's one of my favorite posts of yours about homeschooling. Um, mine too. And I go back to it all the time. And then I also go back to any of your day in the life posts. I just, <laughs> I love all of those at Simple Homeschool too. Um, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. And Kate, you, you had just said, um, you had just sort of done like that, that purge before the holidays too, right? I, I imagine, I picture yours, Melissa, as a little bit more peaceful than mine was. I was boxering <laughs> Kara saying that I felt like I was rage nesting because I, I, I love to coast during the holidays. So I get the shopping done like I, and everything's tidy. We host Thanksgiving and I just, I, in order to enjoy the holidays, I need everything to be toned down and simplified and pushed mm -hmm. out before I can bring down Christmas. Cause otherwise I just feel like I'm putting stuff on stuff. Yeah. And so we did a mass purge last week and a, we, we donated a ton of stuff. We do it every year, but I just feel this, I like almost like this release when it, when it's all gone and the kids have, um, we kept the Legos out, but the kids have rediscovered the Legos and it's almost mm -hmm. like they just had Christmas because they're seeing things organized in a way that they hadn't been before. So it's all new and, you know, kind of peaceful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it was I sort of that. like an urgent, I must <laughs> clear. Yeah, I must get it out. <laughs> Yes. And then, so the other thing I try to keep in mind with that is like, as the holidays go on, it all starts to feel cluttered more to me again, like just as the holiday stuff comes in. And so I try to remember that old um, Russian folktale, I think it is, where 
the, um, you know, maybe you guys have not heard this one, but it, the, the, there's the family with a bunch of kids, and the dad goes to the wise woman and is like, my house is too crowded, what do I do? And she's like, well, bring in the goat, and bring in the cow, and bring, and Tessa's like, bring in everything, until he finds like, he's like, I can't stand it, there's, you know, everything's in my house. And she's like, well, get all the other stuff out, except for your family. And he's like, oh, now it's peaceful again. So <laughs> I like I kind that. Of the holidays that way, and like I, you know, it's all bringing in more and more and more, and then like just January, we clear it all out again, and it's just mm-hmm. us. And it's like, okay, we're good. I wanted to ask you both about like just simple traditions. Um, if there's something simple that you do that's just become kind of your favorite. Thing. I, I have one in our family that we just did last year that I'm already looking forward to where um, everybody got a book and chocolate on Christmas Eve and we all just went to bed with our books and chocolate and I think it's an Icelandic tradition I read somewhere but I've been wanting to do it for a long time and I'm already looking forward to it like it's <laughs> so do you guys have something like that that's like a favorite simple that. tradition that doesn't take too much work or too much you know, that you're not stressing about, you're just able to be excited about it? I do. Um, it might sound not simple, but it, it actually is. So a few years ago, we started doing um, every night an Advent reading with our kids before bed. Um, and it's not something that my husband or I grew up with. Um, so we started, so we got a little, you know, a little devotional. Um, and so the reading's already like picked out for us. We don't have to like think about it or anything. Um, and we got the kids these little handheld lights at Ikea. They're like, like little oh. candle things. They're like, like the little battery LEDs. ones. Yeah. Yeah. The battery yeah. ones. Um, so after dinner, so we make sure everything's like cleaned up before dinner. So we have dinner, the kids put on pajamas and they sit down with their lights, my trump lights and we do our little reading and they just all go right up to bed. Like that's our oh, our so peaceful, peaceful ending, and they can take their little candle to bed with them. Oh. Um, and so I love it. Like it ends the night the night on this note of like peaceful togetherness. We might sing songs a little bit, like if the kids are up for it, depending if it's too close to bedtime. Um, so we might sing together. None of us can like, you know, this is not like opera singing. This is not. <laughs> you don't like hear us singing. <laughs> For us, it's good. <laughs> oh, I love that. I can just picture that with those little lights. Oh, um, do you do you remember um, the name of the devotional that you got or that that I book? I don't. I could look it up. Okay. I have, um, it's like a little tiny paperbacky one that we just found that was Advent stuff. Um, and then actually, we have a few Advent books we have out. So, like, if the grown-ups want to dig into something a little bit more. Advent meaty during the day or whenever we just can do that, but with the yeah. kids, it's very simple. Ah, um, Kate, what do you have something like that? Oh, we have a couple. So we love the books too, and I, that is my kids' favorite thing about Christmas because I asked them this year. They just love when the books come down. So they pour <laughs> over. There's some books that just hold this magic. There's this big Santa book that has like little pop-up areas and things that you can take out and it's like the inner workings of the North Pole and they just I mean they spend hours over that but um we love gingerbread houses and (laughs) I do so we have a gingerbread house decorating contest and the first year that we did it I tried to actually do 
gingerbread and they fell apart and there were tears and it was drama. So now my friend Bethany told me about, and we've been doing this for years, I hot glue graham crackers. <laughs> I'll cover it with frosting and they love it. And then because they actually want an actual gingerbread house too, we got these little mini cookie cutters that are teeny tiny and you can just put it together with like a dollop of frosting. So they still get their edible house. But then the decorated part, which is, say, you can pick your candy off the frosting. You're mm -hmm. not eating hot glue, but it just makes it a lot easier, and they love it. So, so smart. It's a hack. Yeah. Hot yeah. glue to the rescue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Always. <laughs> okay, so what all these things seem to have in common is, like, they're not stressful, and they're just joyful and everything. But in the midst of the overwhelm, I'm I'm wanting to ask, like, Melissa, if you have tips for finding some joy and, I don't know, not letting yourself go down that road of, like, all the things I'm not doing or, you know, getting stressed mm -hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a couple things that, that come to mind there. Um, one thing is just kind of to be aware, like, to be noticing, have I jumped ahead in my head? Like, am I, am I already thinking three steps down from where I am, or am I actually right here right now? Um, and so cutting back does help with that, because if I'm not, if I don't have eight million things on the schedule, I don't have to jump ahead to the next thing. Um, and then that, we have, I try to have a couple of grounding rituals um, throughout the day, so like the advent for me at the end of the day is one where I'm like really present and grounded, and this is how we end every day. Um, through the holidays. Um, at the, in the morning, I try to do a similar thing um, where with the kids, I'll read from the Book of Common Prayer first thing in the morning, which is not our like tradition throughout the whole year, but just for the holidays. I try to do that. Um, and sometimes I get to it and sometimes I don't, but it's nice if I can like kind of start the day with a little short intentional something and end the day with that um, peaceful, peaceful something there. Um, I think just having those like markers of okay present just is help a helpful practice to remember help to help me remember throughout the, the day um and then when i'm feeling really overwhelmed during the day or during the holiday you know stuff um i try to notice like where is that actual feeling like is this in my heart and mind or is it in my body like i'm actually running around and overwhelmed um because if it's in my body like if i'm running around if i'm not getting asleep that kind of stuff, like that really does affect how joyful and how peaceful I am through the holidays. Mm -hmm. um, and so then I really, like, I'll cut back, I'll cancel some things um, and like take care of my physical body, like make sure I'm eating, make sure I'm sleeping. That really, it helps everybody if I'm yes. physically okay. <laughs> like sure. we're all, we're all in a better place. Um, and if I'm not getting enough sleep, like my kids are probably not getting enough sleep and you know, I take That's care of that, so their true. stuff before my stuff, but still, like, if I just focus on everybody getting what they need, that tends to help a lot. Um, and then if it's just more in my head, like I'm, you know, thinking ahead to the next thing and the next thing, and um, or if I'm, hmm, you know, one thing I tend to do is I'm judging what we're doing a little bit. Like, okay, is it, does it look how I wanted it to look? Does it, um, like, did it turn out how I wanted it to turn out? Um, and I really find that I can either be experiencing the thing or I can be judging the thing, but I can't do both at once. So if I want to just be in that moment, I need to let go of the voice, the little inner critic of like, well, it should be like this, or it could be like that, or hers would be prettier, or, you know, 
all of those other things that are not anything to do with what's actually happening. That's all my commentary about what's happening. Right. And I think that's kind of, it's like the opposite of magic and wonder. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. And it's one of those things that are easier said than done, Mm -hmm. but when you can be in the moment, I love your quote, less busy, more being. Mm. And that's something that really sticks with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's so much what I try to do. And it's a practice, right? Like the more we practice, the easier it becomes, but we're always having to practice. Yes. We never actually get there to totally present all the time. Right. Um, Wouldn't that be nice? (laughs) That would be awesome. Thank you for saying that. (laughs) Sometimes I... My reality. I read your posts and I think, I want to live in Melissa's house. I want Melissa to be my mommy. We were saying that before. (laughs) It just seems like you're very... You are very present and, you know, you're very, like, connected with... Um, what's important, and I, I would like more of that. <laughs> um, when you were when you were talking about um, grounding rituals, I it reminded me of something. Um, a couple weekends ago, I went and met with um, our friend Jamie from Simple Homeschool. And yeah, and and she has on her phone, it's really simple. It's this app and it's called Westminster Chimes, but it goes off every 15 minutes. Um, And it sounds like my grandparents, you know, grandfather clock that they had, you know, when I was growing up, it's this beautiful chime. And whenever it goes off, she just takes a minute to breathe and be present. And I put it on my phone and I'm like, oh man, you know, because you don't realize how far sometimes your brain has just spun until you come back to like a deep breath and uh, okay, everything's okay. It's all going to get done, you know? Um, Wow. Yeah. How long has she been doing it? Fascinated by this. I don't know for sure, but um, I noticed that we were driving and I thought something in her car it sounds like my grandparents' grandfather <laughs> clock, and so I asked her about it, and it's great. I, th- and I think it's like a, I think it's like a ninety-nine cent or you know dollar ninety-nine yeah. app or whatever. Yeah. It's called Westminster Chimes, and you can you can get all fancy. You can put other chimes, but I like the Westminster ones because they remind me of like a church bell type thing, and it just makes me feel peace for a minute. And um, it's like training, yeah, to get a habit. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like you said, Melissa, you have to. Um, you have to practice it. And this time of year, like those things are the first to go, you know, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like instead of eating a decent meal, I'm going to eat a Christmas cookie and wrap all these presents. And, yeah. and <laughs> or so pumpkin then it pie just, for breakfast. Right, yes. right. And yeah. it just kind of gets um, you, you've, you get further and further and further off track, you know, because yeah. of that. And so if you, when you can come back to those things, I love how you're talking about, like, you know, have I eaten well? Am I sleeping? Am I drinking water? Mm-hmm. Am I, um, you know, all those basic things that we make sure our kids are doing. Yes. But yeah. at the same time, we're staying up until 2 a.m., you know, mm-hmm. um, making the handmade Christmas stockings or whatever, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, what about resources? Like, what kind of books do you guys read? Um, I was just going to ask that. that. Yeah, kind of help you. Because I want to steal your bookshelf. <laughs> Ooh. Get my pen ready. <laughs> um, are we talking about, like, Christmas books or, like, life books? What kind of books are we thinking of? I, I was just sort of thinking anything that, that reminds you um, of keeping it simple, living your life and not, you know, I mean, anything like that. If it, if there's a Christmas one, that's great too, but um, just in general. <laughs> anything that's touched you. Yeah. 
Sneak attack you with this question too. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking. There's well, there's a, there's lots, obviously. Um, but I think, you know, Brene Brown's kind of my favorite. Um, and I think any of that stuff where you're like working on your own stuff and you're looking at your own your own stuff in your life and like, okay, what what's actually going on in my head? What's actually going on in my heart? The more you can be aware of that and be kind of working through that, thinking through that, and being intentional. Any time, I think it all kind of carries over, you know. Um, so the more I'm thinking about, like, what is the story I'm telling myself about what's going on right now, which is uh, a rising strong Brené Brown thing, like, what what's the story I'm telling about this? Um, the more I can get at the story I want to be telling about my life, what's going on in my life, um, and the more I can see also, like, where I'm probably getting in my own way. And that helps a ton over the holiday stuff because um, everything's just a little bit more intense, you know? Yeah. Everything kind of comes to the surface a little bit easier. Um, and sometimes I think, you know, it's the holidays, so stuff is coming up, and I, and I want to be like, oh, well, you know, that only is irritating me because it's the holidays. But the truth is, like, those things that, that come up that irritate us or the interpersonal stuff or the you know, conflict stuff that comes up, it's probably stuff that's there all the time. It's just that we've been distracting ourselves from it and we can't during the holidays because there's just too much <laughs> going on, right? It's just, it's there and you like, you have to figure it out. So the more that I can be working on that all the time, the smoother, like everything kind of goes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I, and we both love Brene Brown too. I think we reference yes. her <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Quite a bit on here. Um, so if you could give moms who are listening right now, like a tip for just making it a teeny bit easier, mm-hmm. what would you say? Mm, okay. So I would, I have a couple of questions that I ask myself and also my kids at the beginning of um, the, each season, really, but especially the holidays. Um, and I might think about this. So the question I ask my kids is, what do you guys remember about Christmas? Um, and we'll just do this like casual over dinner. Like, what do you guys remember about, about last Christmas or Christmas in general? And I listen to what comes up for them because the stuff that they find meaningful, you know, they're going to remember. And the stuff they don't remember, like maybe I don't need to worry about that stuff. Like that doesn't need to happen. Um, And the stuff they tend to remember is not usually big stuff. It's like, you know, I remember we'd have a pot of tea every afternoon. I was like, I can do that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Or, you know, they remember the like drive around in their pajamas and see the Christmas lights and um, all that stuff. So like thinking about what actually they remember from year to year and then, Focusing on, like, those are my big things rather than all the things I can think of. Um, I think that helps a lot. I think asking myself, how do I want this to feel? Right? Like, how do I want this season to feel? Or even just the thing I'm doing right now, how do I want this to feel? Do I want this to feel? Is this a time for, like, peaceful calm? Or is this more, like, excitement? Um, And what's the overall feeling of the season I'm trying to create here? And then as I'm planning stuff, I kind of go, okay, does this get me where I want to go? Like, does this get me to that feeling or is this taking us totally in the other direction? Um, and letting go of, of the stuff that's not what I'm aiming for this season. Um, the other thing is expectations. I think expectations, huge. Yeah. They kind of, they can kind of kill us (laughs) all the 
time, but especially in this in this time. So I think setting expectations for myself and for my kids and for our extended family, like for everybody, just to know what to expect and what not to expect. The earlier I can set that, the happier we're all going to be. Yeah. Um, oh, good stuff, man. Really good advice. Oh, I love the feeling. What do you want this to feel like? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great perspective. I was going to say on my own, like the feeling I tend to is like anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) I have to like be intentional about it. I've got a different feeling. (laughs) Speaking our language. Yes. Yeah. You're one of us. (laughs) Okay. So uh, we do this thing around here where we like to talk about something that's bringing us joy. So we were wondering what, um, what your simple joy bringing thing is right now. Yeah. Okay. So the thing that's bringing me joy right now um, is hot chocolate that I make in my Vitamix. So it's like super, um, like nothing yucky in there. It's like my date and my cacao and my carob. I'm a super weird eater. Um, like little cheese seeds. It's like my little healthy hot chocolate. So it feels like a, a totally healthy drink, but it also feels like hot chocolate. So Ooh. that's the thing bringing me joy right now is like my nice warm hot chocolate that is not like there's no sugar, there's no dairy, because those things upset me, my system, but, like... I'm going to have to get this from Yeah, you. will you send us that recipe? And we struggle. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, send it to us. It's, please, please. It's a weird one, but, yeah, I totally will do that. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's weird at all. No. I talked about last time. <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll just call it, like, Vitamix hot chocolate. Happy stuff. Perfect. <laughs> oh, perfect. And it's nice, because it's something festive, you know, and it's, like, a treat. And and yet you can still enjoy it because, um, yeah, like the, the day after Thanksgiving, I just found myself like in this state of anxiety and I couldn't explain it. And I was like, man, what in the world? Because Thanksgiving itself, I was like, I was some other lady. I was like uber calm. I don't know what was happening, but I was like, it'll mm-hmm. get done, you know. And then the day mm-hmm. after, I felt like just this horrible anxiety. And I think... It's that I was eating all this stuff I don't normally eat, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I do think there's something to that, that some of us just have these systems that can't take certain things, and so it was just, mm-hmm. it was just overload. Yeah, <laughs> Holiday yeah. overwhelm. Yep, definitely. <laughs> um, but again, that goes back to what you said, where, like, if you are, um, you know, finding out, like, why you're feeling the way you're feeling, like, did you eat a bunch of, you know... Did you eat nothing but Christmas cookies yesterday? (laughs) It happened. You know, are you way overdoing it on the caffeine and it's affecting sleep? You know, I mean, those kinds of things. Or is it that you're just trying to get everything done on your to-do list and it's stressing you out? Or, you know, is it money? Is it, you know, what is it? And how can you make it not take over? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? Okay, so what about you, Kate? What's bringing you joy? Twinkle lights and it's a wonderful life. <laughs> oh, twinkle lights. Twinkle lights yep, are mine. Just, <laughs> oh, were you gonna, oh, no, I stole your thing. No, it's okay. It's okay, Kara. No, you know what? That's the, great, that's the great thing about joy is that you can just share it and it's okay. It's like there's plenty to go around. No, it's just a lights. magical time of year. Yes. We were talking about this at Thanksgiving. I was talking with my mom about it, about she keeps her twinkle lights up year round. And I was having this inner, do, should I do that? Like, would it keep, or would it not be as joyful? as it is right now, but I just love that, you know, even if I'm the type of person where I like the house, not the whole house, but our family room at night to be sort of picked up, not don't white glove me, but just like things put 
away Mm -hmm. and I can sit down and read or watch a show with my husband and not have the kids stop everywhere. But there's this magical thing this time of year where you just turn off the lights and turn on the twinkle lights and you can't (laughs) see any of it. (laughs) And it's still magical. And then add to that, like the last 12 minutes of Jimmy Stewart and it's a wonderful life. And I just feel like life is good. I don't know. It's like therapy. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes. Twinkle lights. Like they will transform yours. a room. Yeah, it was. But now I'm going to change it because I, I had thought about bringing this up before. Um, you know what I'm really loving right now is like the awesome ladies that I've met like through the internet and blogging and everything like you guys, I mean, I wouldn't even know you if it wasn't for, you know, blogging and writing. And, um, I've had some really fun experiences this month where I've gotten to meet some friends and, um, see friends again in person that I've met through writing and blogging. And I'm like, man, the internet is awesome. And, um, I wasn't going to bring it up because for a lot of people right now, it's like the internet is not awesome. Yes. Yeah. So no, I'm just, I'm super grateful to get to, you know, hang out with you guys through Skype and, you know, it's, it's amazing so. that we live in an age where we can have people we connect with and, and yes. have friendships with, and we haven't even met them. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And speaking of which, Melissa, can you tell yes. all the all the nice people out there where to find you? Because, guys, seriously, you're going to, if you have not read Melissa's stuff yet, you, you need to. Just go, like, take a day, go read everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to change your life. So where, where can everyone find oh, you? <laughs> you're so awesome. Um, I am at melissacamarawilkins.com. That is my name. So it's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-C-A-M-A-R-A-W-I-L-K-I-N-S.com. Um, and there's links to social and everything there. I'm on, you know, all the places. Yes. All the places as myself. Fantastic. Do you have a favorite place uh, when it comes to all the places, Facebook or Instagram? That is a good question. So Instagram is my favorite, um, but I haven't been on there as much since it switched over from just being like, you know, you'd see your feed in order to being the algorithm of you see different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It just stopped being quite as joyful for me. And so I kind of was pouting and and not using it as much. I didn't realize I was pouting at first, but then I, <laughs> then I noticed. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I yeah. see. Um, so I've been trying to kind of get back into like, because I'm just I'm not seeing the stuff that I want to see when I open it up anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My pretty stuff's gone. <laughs> um, so, so it's not. It wasn't bringing me joy in the way that it had been before. So yeah. I'm still working on on making that happen. But. Um, the place where I am the most often um, posting stuff is Facebook, but the place that I love the most is Instagram when I'm there. Yeah. And just because yeah. you're bringing up that whole thing with the Instagram and the algorithms and everything shifting too, like it can be a time of year right now where like people want to maybe take a little break from all the social mm-hmm. media stuff mm-hmm. too. And, and that's okay too. I mean, seriously, because oh, it can yeah, get completely. overwhelming and, um, you know, Pinterest can make you feel like everybody else is like making, you know, beautiful mm. Christmas wreaths out of their baby socks and you're the only one that's not. <laughs> and, you know, you just gave your baby socks to Goodwill. How could you, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, I know this is the time that I kind of think about so all, my, all my stuff. Where can I cut back everything? I 
unsubscribe yeah. from newsletters that aren't working for me and mm-hmm. yes all of that it's the time for it yeah yeah well it has been so fantastic talking with you and thank yeah, you so much for taking the time to do it and um yeah definitely everybody go check out all of melissa's things and um and this is our last episode for a little while. Kate, we're going to take a little break, right? And we're going to come back in January. Yes, we are. And we have some fun things planned. So oh. stay tuned. Yes, we do. <laughs> it's going to be good. We're going to get you through that January slump. Like, you're mm-hmm. not even, it's going to be, it's, everything's going to be twinkle lights. It's going to be magical. Lights. Yes, it's going to be good. <laughs> so um, thank you so much, everybody. And uh, have a very, very, very Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. And um, we'll see you soon. with us today. We'd love to answer your question next, so head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com, and click on Ask Us a Question. We share posts over there, too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Sister.